Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is episode 46 with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome to the show. Today I have with me Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a celebrity cosmetic dentist, New York Times bestselling author, as well as a co-founder of the Leap Foundation. He's not just a famous cosmetic dentist, he's the famous cosmetic dentist, affectionately known as America's Dentist. Dr. Bill is responsible for creating smiles for many of Hollywood's brightest stars. In fact, Dr. Dorfman has become a star in his own right as the featured dentist on the hit show Extreme Makeover as well as the number one guest co-host on the Emmy-nominated daytime talk show The Doctors. In addition, Dr. Dorfman is a world-renowned lecturer and, as I mentioned, a best-selling cosmetic dentistry book, The Smile Guide, and uh, the New York Times bestseller, Billion Dollar Smile. But the thing about Dr. Bill is that he's not just a dentist. He also co-founded the Leap Foundation in 2008. And LEAP is a week-long youth leadership program for young adults aged 15 to 24. It's held every summer at UCLA, and LEAP's goal is to help young people from around the world find professional and personal achievement by teaching them real-life keys to goal-setting, money management, and mentorship. Welcome to the show, Dr. Bill. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So, you know, I went through a long list of your achievements there, but I'm curious if you could tell me a little bit more about yourself and uh, and your passions. Ah, well, <laughs> I mean, about myself and my passion, how much time you got? <laughs> I got all the time you want. So. All right. Um, I mean, you know, I don't even know where to start. I, I mean, I guess if you would say what's your passion, probably – My passion at this point in my life Mm -hmm. is really to just make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think passion changes as you as you mature in life. You know, there was a time when my passion was 
you know, just about being a dentist. And then there was a time when my passion was just about being a father. And then there was a time when my passion was, you know, just about forming leap. And, you know, and so those things change. But I think taking a global viewpoint back and saying, like, right now, where am I? I mean, I've done dentistry, you know, I'm, my kids are all good and grown and, mm-hmm. you know, my, mm-hmm. my life is good. My family's good. My passion right now is really just trying to make the world a better place. And, um, you know, we do it through a lot of different things. And Leap is certainly one of the things I'm most passionate about right now. We've been doing this program. We're going into our eighth year. Um, I've actually been involved in a program like Leap for the last 20 years. Um, the co-found, I co-founded Leap when the guy who actually started the original program passed away. Mm. He was in mm. his mid-80s. And, um, you know, it, it's, been, it's been an amazing experience to watch these young students come into the program and grow and excel and become the people that they want to become. And um, so, yeah, that's that's my passion right now. No, no it's great because, uh, you know, one of the things when I when I first came across what you do is um, one of the things that we do at UID is that we're, we're focused on building the next set of global leaders. And we do that through teaching people how to communicate across cultures as well as thinking outside the box. And then as I was going through, um, you know, and our moniker is use your difference to make a difference. So as as I was going through, you know, what you do at, at Leap, and uh, the acronym really stood out to me. You have leadership excellence, accelerating potential, and then I was very curious about the story behind that and why you're focused on, you know, on the young adults and why you think it's very important to start building leaders at a young age. I'm just curious to hear your thoughts on that. You know, it's funny. It, this started way back when I was at UCLA. So. Um, I don't know if you remember, um, but when I was in school, affirmative action was very strong. Mm. And um, it was a very, very disappointing experience because what happened was universities would accept students Mm -hmm. because they wanted them to be college educated. And you would look at the entering class of students and it was very diverse, right? Mm -hmm. But graduation day, guess what? No more diversity. Wow. You know, everybody that got accepted in affirmative action <laughs> dropped out of school. Mm. Or, or, you know, and, and I realized that it's too late to start in college. Mm. And I was very fortunate to be able to participate in a program that was an educational enhancement program for young kids in Watts, um, age you know, first grade through sixth grade, where we would go in and start working with these kids at a very early point in their education. And when you do that and you intervene early, what happens is you get these kids to a point where when they do enter college, they're going to succeed. Mm -hmm. You don't start in college and then expect them to catch up. It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I became very aware of the importance of intervening early in a child's education to be able to get the best results for them to have the best life. And so what we do at LEAP is we take young men and women, age 14 to 24, and we teach them the skills to be successful in life so they can be the best version of themselves. And a lot of times it's just a matter of giving them you know, the fishing pole instead of the fish. You give them the fish, 
and they have nothing left at the end of the meal. You give them the fishing pole, they're going to go get fish their whole life. Right, right. No, I, it, it, it's so interesting as you're saying that because, well, you know, I, one of the things that I do is I go around and I try Um, I'm Nigerian and I grew up, my dad's a diplomat, so I ended up growing up, uh, you know, everywhere, five different countries. And what always happened was as I was looking at the education system and ways that we could build leaders is that it, it, you're so right about starting early because it, when it starts to get to college, the mindset's already formed. And if you don't start to really focus on, on them as they're growing up in the formative periods of the years, it's, it starts to really become difficult to change perceptions and their viewpoints. So when you're, you know, when you're saying what you're doing, Leap, I definitely resonate with that. Do, do you find that, that as you're reaching to them, that they're really, that they're receptive? You know, I think the most important thing that we instill in students at LEAP is confidence. Okay. The fact that they can do whatever they want. And not only can they do it, but we build a support structure behind them. You know, a lot of kids come into the program and they don't, have very high self-esteem. They don't have great friends or mentors. They kind of feel lost and alone. I mean, I think one of the greatest gifts my parents ever gave me was confidence in myself. You know, my mother and father made me think I could fly. I mean, thank God we didn't live in a four-story building. (laughs) (laughs) Went out of their way to make all five of their kids feel like they were great. I mean, I thought I could sing. I can't sing to save my life. But, you know, every time I sang, my parents were like, oh, that's so beautiful, you know? I mean, it's just like, you know, I get these kids walk into that LEAP program, and um, some of them are, are, are afraid of their shadow. And, you know, not only do we work to really try and help them have confidence, but we put all of the students into a group with 10 other students their same age, so now they have a really great support staff. You know, they have kind of their own personal board of directors for their life. Wow. And help them. And so they don't feel alone. I mean, that's one of the biggest problems, I think, with kids today. With, with all the stuff that happens electronically and this and that and the other thing, kids are becoming so isolated, mm. you know? I mean, when I was in school... We didn't have cell phones. We didn't text. You actually had to talk to people. Like, (laughs) where are you? You know, I remember after a football game, we'd go to Shakey's, right? Right. And it's like if I wanted to find, you know, Jim, I'd say, hey, where's Jim? Oh, he was over there. I mean, you had to talk to people. Uh Today, it's the craziest thing. I was working on a kid the other day. And his brother, I'm in, so I'm in my dental office. I'm in room six, right? Mm -hmm. His brother was in room one. We finished the treatment. I walked to the front. I said, hey, get your brother. And he's just standing there. And I realized he's texting his brother saying, come. He only had to walk like 20 (laughs) steps, right? He's texting his brother, like, come to the front desk. Like, people don't talk anymore. So I think one of the things that we do at LEAP that's really important is we give these students a support structure. We give them other students that they can actually talk to and interact with and not feel like they're all alone. Yeah, that's good. It's good. So how can students enroll into the program? Uh, and when is that? Uh, 
www.leapfoundation.com, L-E-A-P-F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N.com. Go to our website, and um, it's up. It's live now, and you can enroll right now. And it's a one-week program. You'll live in the dorms at UCLA with 500 amazing other students. And I bring in, we bring in some of the best speakers on the uh, college and high school speaking circuit. And um, every year, I mean, the program is amazing. I mean, students don't have enough great things to say about it. I, I see my students that will come year after year, and they'll walk up and say, Dr. Bill, LEAP is always the highlight of my year. That's every good. year, it's the highlight of my year. I look forward to this week more than any other week of the year. All right, all right. So do you have a success story from one? Do you have a favorite success story from one of your students? Uh, there's so many. I mean... Holly Ranson is um, is a young woman that came from Perth, Australia, who was named you know Young Businesswoman of the Year in Australia. Wow! Uh, I have kids that send us letters. Who got? Who just got into Harvard? Um, we just got a letter from him. I mean, we have kids that are applying to Harvard and Stanford and Yale and Princeton, and you know, and they're telling us the reason I got in was because of Leap. Christian Johnson was a young man that I met at Leap. Um, five years ago, I was giving a lecture at UCLA to um, all the men in fraternities. On, on uh, One of the things I do at LEAP is called 100-Year Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I was doing on, on, on health and fitness and all that. And Christian came up with a bunch of his fraternity brothers and said, we'd like to volunteer. So they became coaches at LEAP. Um, we've stayed very good friends. He actually was a speaker at LEAP last year, and he just applied to uh, to business school in the medical profession and basically said the only reason he got in was because of LEAP. That's amazing. Yeah, that, is, that is so amazing. And it's, it sounds to me from what I'm hearing is you know, confidence, communication, and mentorship for some of the three the, like the three of the core principles and what you do at LEAP. And I'm sure there are others, obviously, but... You, you instill confidence in these kids and then you in, and told them and showed them the importance of communicating with like-minded people and actually communicating their value and then obviously you know find pairing them with the right mentors um, I, you know and I, I think that that's really good for a broad view mm-hmm. I would say specifically what we do is we teach skills that you don't actually learn in school mm-hmm. but we teach you know, study skills. They don't teach you in school. We teach you how to interview. We teach you how to write a job resume. Mm. We teach you etiquette. You know, a lot of the young men that come to my program don't have father figures or men in their lives. You know, we teach them dating etiquette, eating etiquette, you know, job etiquette. I mean, things that you need to be successful in life that a lot of times kids today just don't get exposure to. Right. You know, so... These are the things that, you know, that we really focus on at LEAP. And in addition to all that, we bring in some really great motivational speakers that will show these kids hardships that they've overcome. So you'll be sitting in the audience saying, well, if he could do that, I could do that. I can do that. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. Um, I'm, I'm going to, just because I, you know, I want this to, to show the full breadth of who you are, I'm going to. Get, just go into your dentistry career here because I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I was going through a lot of your videos and 
the one that I really enjoyed is when you shaved your head. And I know, I know your, your mane is one of your, you know, your famous, you know, you got that famous thing. I remember you shaving your hair to raise money for Philippe. And I, and I, I you know, I commend that, but, um, on the, on the show doctors, but, um, you deal, uh, you know, you're a celebrity dentist. You deal with a lot of, you know, some of the Hollywood's famous people, but I'm curious as to how you got that start and why you chose dentistry as your, as your path initially. You know what? I want to I want to address something before I do that. <laughs> okay. I got to address the hair thing. Okay. Okay. There's there's two things. There's two things that I want students to walk away from leave with and just have this be indelible in their memory. Okay. okay? okay. The first thing is don't wait for opportunities in life. Make them. You know, I see so many people waiting for a break, waiting for I'm like, what are you waiting for? Every big thing in my life that ever happened, happened because I made it happen mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. I, either I was prepared or I was, you know, or I talked to somebody who did something for, but I didn't wait for anything, you know? Mm-hmm. The second thing is when you do get an opportunity, don't take it, master it. Wow. And there's a big difference. When I got on Extreme Makeover, I was a dentist, man. I, I, I wasn't an actor. I didn't know anything about acting. But what I realized was that my presence on that show was not only able to help my business grow, but also help promote healthy cosmetic dentistry for mm-hmm. the world. And I knew I would be much more effective if I didn't look like an idiot on TV. So I started taking acting classes and hosting classes, and I learned how to read teleprompters and how to actually be an actor on TV. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a matter of me just, oh, here's an opportunity, I'm going to do it. It's here's Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An opportunity. I'm going to do that. I watch myself. I'm like, am I doing the best I can? No. You know, so go out and get educated. When I started my company, Discus Dental, I co-founded the largest tooth whitening company in the world. Our first year in business, we did two million, then four million, then eight million. And I'm sitting here in the boardroom going, I don't understand the business. I understand whitening. I understand how to make your teeth white. I understand packaging and I understand I don't understand my core business. So you know what I did? 
I went back to school mm. and I took classes. So I worked all day, then I'd go to my company during the day, and then I'd go and take classes at UCLA at night so I could sit in the boardroom and talk to these guys that were bankers and financial guys and understand what was going on. It was, it was the principle of not just having that opportunity, but mastering it. Because I knew that if I wanted financial security in my life, if I wanted to really maximize you know, the opportunity that I was experiencing with my company, I needed to know more, you know? And and so, you know, I've done that throughout my life and and I didn't even know how to articulate it until I actually sat down one day and and said, this is really what I've been doing. And this is what I try and encourage the kids to do that go to leap, you know, Mm -hmm. is don't just take opportunities, master them. You know, if, if, if you, if you, if you're introduced to somebody who is a songwriter and you want to be a songwriter, you don't just introduce yourself and walk away. You introduce yourself. If you're really, really passionate about that, you say, hey, can I come in and mentor and, and, and observe you? Can I shadow you? Can I, you don't, you know, just be a fly on the wall in your office. I want to see what goes on in your office. Mm-hmm. That's taking uh, you know, an opportunity and maximizing it. So, you know, that that's really what I did throughout my whole career. You know, when I graduated dental school, I grew up in a very, very, very modest family in the Valley. I'd never traveled. I'd never, I'd never even been on an airplane mm. until I, until I, I went to UCLA and, and I was on, on, on the yell leading squad. So I got to travel with the team. That was the first time I ever flew. You know, and then I finished, I finished dental school and, you know, I'd never been to Europe and, and I thought, you know, if I start a practice, I'm just going to be like sitting in this, you know, Granada Hills the rest of my life. So I heard about a clinic in Switzerland and I thought, how awesome I could live in Europe a few years. I'll learn French. I'll ski. I mean, these are all things I wanted to do. They had 400 applicants. They should never have hired me. I had no qualifications. I didn't speak French. I mean, why should they take me, right? Mm. I had every doctor at my dental school that I even knew remotely write a letter of recommendation. In addition to that, I called the director of the program every week and checked in with him. Finally, as it got closer to graduation date, and I realized I wasn't going to get the job. I asked him if I could take him to lunch. He said, you're in San Francisco. I said, I know. I'll fly out. Now, that in and of itself was crazy because I had no money. He right. said, sure, we'll go to lunch. I literally borrowed money to fly to Switzerland and meet the guy and take him to lunch, and he hired me. Wow. No, you know, it's so you're, – you're saying all these stories, and I'm reminded. I'm 25. I came to the United States when I was 17. Um, you know, my, my dad left, left me and my brother uh, here because, um, you know, he was posted to Vietnam. So I was essentially an adult, and I had to look over my my brother. And I came here, and I knew that I, you know, I was always, you know, I had to find a way to make make things work because you know it was just a different country, new within here. So I, I I just put myself in in different situations. I started running two nonprofits. I had no idea what I was doing, but I I led the market, and I started learning social media, and I started to build a following, and then that grew from one company to another company, and then. Fast forward to to you know to New York City when I moved here I I came here for for my MBA right and then I was doing the the traditional path where you you go into school 
and then do the consultant thing after. But um, in one of my my jobs, I I, um, I got laid off. I, I got laid off, and then and then you know it was a new system in there. And I, I remember saying to myself, I'd always wanted to start a media company, and I'd been writing, and I had a blog that was growing. And then I said, and I, why don't I start this podcast and blog and p- stop wasting my time and making all these excuses? So I, I, I went on Twitter and I, I didn't know what I was doing. I said, hey, um, I just started looking for lists of people. I said, hey, I'm going to create this list of people that I, I want to interview and I'm going to go reach out to them. And they say, I, I have this show that I'm going to start. I didn't know how to start a podcast or anything. So I reached out to them and said, hey, this is what I'm doing. I want to do this. I feel like you're great. And then. I started getting more yeses than anything, and I knew I had to make the show. So I created the show, you know, started to get traction. Um, you know, people started getting recognized, and then I was like, "Wait, what am you know? Okay, this is starting to grow really quickly. What am I going to do?" And then I um, started to realize that a lot of people started to wanted to tell stories, and it was getting reads in different parts of the culture. I I grew up in four different continents, and there's certain people like us who are called third culture kids who identified several cultures. Why don't I reach out to these audiences and tell them that you can actually make an impact no matter where you are in the world? So I I just created, you know, that's what launched UID, and then it all became use your difference to make a difference because I've always been, you know, minority everywhere I go, someone that's different, the youngest, the this, the that. So I was like, okay, what's different about me? I've always used that as not an excuse for something to make an impact. And then... um. You know, that was always what led to something. And when you were saying master what you have to do, I just it resonated with me so much because it's it's always been making those opportunities and seeking them out and not making excuses. So, um, I you know, I, I it's just something that I wanted to say that it really hit home with me when you were saying that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now on this theme here at UID, we always like to say use your difference to make a difference. How do you feel like you use your difference to make a difference? Um, I I think, you know, with regards to LEAP, you know, I watch these, these students come in and, you know, one of the things we do is we teach appreciation. You know, a lot of kids don't even know how to show it. And the kids at the end of the week, probably with 500 kids in the program, I got 400 notes of appreciation saying, Dr. Bill, thank you so much for what you do with LEAP. It really changed my life. And I know it has. You know, we see them go out. One of my best friends sent his son. He's like, good luck. <laughs> you know, his son was basically barely passing school, right? And I remember the first two days, two and a half days he was there, he just couldn't stop texting his dad. Why am I here? This is horrible. You're a bad person for making me come. Da, da, da. You know, by day three, it starts easing off. By day four, you know, Dad, this isn't all that bad. By day five, do I have to come back home when it's over? I'd like to, you know, and this kid went from leap back to school and made an honors roll for the first time and stayed on honors roll from then until he graduated. It's amazing. And my friend, my, and my friend sponsors five kids every year. He pays for five kids to go just out of appreciation for what we did for his son. Yeah. No, I, I think it's amazing what happens when you you really show people what they can actually do and the potential that they can actually achieve. And it's, it's an amazing thing that happens, like the switch turns on. Um, oh. Yeah. No, it's good. All right. Mom, we're, we're getting ready to wrap up here, but I want to do some fun rapid-fire questions. So um, since you, you work with some of the most recognizable faces here in the, in, you know, in the industry, who has been your favorite so far? to work with in terms of when you're doing a dentist dentistry 
Well, you know, there there's a few of them, but I, I'm going to mention somebody that your your viewers won't even know. <laughs> okay, let's see. She, pa- she passed away last year. Her name was Esther Williams. Oh. She was probably the biggest star MGM ever created. She did every movie she did, she was swimming in it. She was an Olympic diver, and they actually built swimming pools on the MGM lot to do her movies. And she was graceful and beautiful and charming. And I loved treating Esther. I treated her for almost 25 years till she passed. And it was just so great because she lived an era of Hollywood we'll never see again. And just to hear her stories and, you know, it it was just, it was a a long, long relationship and, um, and a lot of mutual love. And she was the first big celebrity I I ever treated. And, um, and, and, and I stuck with her for life. It sounds like a very special person. Um, tell me the craziest story you've had from, from celebrities. Say, Hey, Dr. Dorfman, Dr. Bill, you got to come do my teeth. Well, the, I mean, the craziest, you can never compete with Ozzy. Ozzy? <laughs> Ozzy comes in, it's crazy. And uh. he's awesome. I mean, one of the sweetest men you'll ever meet in your life, and I've been treating them forever, and I can only say this legally because I've been on their show and all that, so I'm not you know, saying anything that would get me in, in kind of, you know, HIPAA <laughs> violation. But, you know, Ozzy and Sharon, I mean, their whole family, it's been such uh, such an honor to work on them, and they're so... They're so great. And just looking at like the transformation in Kelly and what she's doing now and, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and Sharon, I mean, from being a rock star's wife to actually being the star of the family. I mean, th- those, they're amazing people, that whole family. Yeah, no, I, I, I watch, um, I know, I know Kelly's left um, E show now, but I remember, uh, you know, I always watch her doing the red carpet shows and Oscars, and I'm always thinking. I remember, I was I was think I was ten or eleven when they used to have when they had the reality show. I remember when it was the Aussie show on MTV. I, I was on it. Oh, you were? I didn't. Even, I mean, I, I was too young. I wasn't when, even supposed when to. When Aussie goes to the dentist, who do you think he's going well, to? Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. There you, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I remember. I, I was in seventh grade or so, and I just I, I look at transformation. Even the sun. Uh, Know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, that's 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 cool to hear. So, before we go, I want you to to leave one word of advice for the youth out there trying to blaze their own trail. Uh, you know, what 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 would you say to them? Leap, and the net will appear. Leap, and the net will appear. Wow, that's profound. There you go. But think about it, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm I, it's just thinking, and it's coming. I'm like, wow, that that is. Because I always think the biggest mistake people make in life is to just not try. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's funny. I mean, I, my friends, you know, I look around at them and a lot of them, you know, every year their birthday comes around, they get all depressed. And, no, not me, man. I mean, there is nothing I wanted to do that I didn't do. And and, and and I always kid around and say, I refuse to fail. Because to me, failing means giving up. If you do something and it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean you failed. That was practice. Yes. And yes. you do it again. And you practice a little bit more and more and more. You haven't really failed till you quit. And if there's something that really means a lot to me, I will not quit. 
I will figure out a way to make it happen. And I think that, you know, a lot of my friends and, and people around me, you know, I look at them and, you know, they're not very happy with their lives. Why? Because they don't try. They don't, you know, go outside of their their boundaries. You know, they're stuck in this little thing. And, you know, this is not a dress rehearsal. You know, I say do it, you know, go out and do it all. Right. And um, it's so funny. I, I just did an interview with somebody and, um, the, you know, you mentioned this, you know, thinking outside the box thing. And they said, what do you think really made you different in your life? I'm going to say, I'll be honest with you. I never even saw a box. Like, forget about <laughs> thinking about outside it. Like, I didn't even know there was a box in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was just never one of my parameters. I, I, so, I love this. I love this. This is, this is so good. I mean, it's, um, it's the easiest thing to give up. I mean, I can't you, – you've, you've, I know you've probably experienced a lot of things that people would have said – Ah, you know, it's crazy. But um you know, but I, I've got you know, I've gone through a life death situation. I've gone through being broke. I've gone through moving like you you said you paid for someone's lunch without having money. I, I I've flown to places without actually having money and I have to I actually had to meet people and say, Hey, I'm gonna go meet you just because of the hustle and I knew where I was gonna go. But it was just that drive and I was saying if this is as low as I can be, what what the only thing that I can do is go up and and then, you know, Edison, you know, he created a light bulb. If someone can fail as many times as he did and still have that fortitude to continue, who am I not to try? So, you know, I, I, I yeah, I mean, I'll tell you that I remember there was a period when I was in dental school when, you know, I, I was taking out loans. I was paying for school. Yep. I mean, I was so poor. <laughs> yeah. I was so poor that I had to walk five miles to school because I didn't have the three bucks to like pay for the weekly bus pass. I know. I mean, yeah. It was just, it was bad. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I was in school and I knew that there was always going to be a brighter future one day. So yeah, no, Hey, look, I'm in New York city. And then if you, you know, there's new, there's winter is crazy. Sometimes I took, I, I for went subway. I, I didn't take the subway. I didn't take the cab just because I knew I didn't have money for that month. And I knew it was either food or, transportation and i've walked the 30 45 one minute one hour walk just to get to school and come back but i like you said you know you know where you're going and you know you come back and it always came back so i you know you're right i like uh you know i want to close with this but i, I think it's so true i this is the saying i like to say a lot he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right not usually always always right there we go modification of that they're always right and um so I just I just want to thank you so much for your time, uh, Dr. Dorfman, and I'm going to put the the show notes there. It's leapfoundation.com, you know, and that stands for Leadership Excellence Accelerating Potential. And I believe you have a July workshop coming up, right? Is that, is that yeah, correct? it will be July 12th to 18th at UCLA. Again, go to www.leapfoundation.com. One of our most popular speakers is one of your brothers from Nigeria. Ooh, and you need to meet him. His I'm- name is Evan. Arusala. Okay. He's in a group called Pentatonics. I know him. And, I mean, I, I don't know him. I know of him. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Well, he's a very, very close friend of mine, and I've been I've been friends with them ever since they won the sing off, and they just won their first Grammy. I saw that. I saw that. I, I watched the sing off when he won, and I remember Sharon, and I also watched when they went, you know, when they got the Grammy. I am going to connect you guys 
because no. I think he'd be a great person for your show. He's very inspirational, and um, and plus, he's one of your Nigerian brothers. Hey, hey brother, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, I, I definitely appreciate it. And once again, thank you so much for taking the time. And um, I can't wait for this to come out for sure. Okay, well, thank you. All right, thanks. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 